0: Hi guys, it's Cyclantilla here calling from Bali. I've been uh, on a mission to try and find some roller derby over here but they don't even know what I'm talking about so I'm not having any luck. So I decided I'm going to chill out on the beach, I'm going to try and get a bit of a tan and uh, sport my derby bruises, get a manicure, pedicure, uh, drink lots of cocktails. But unfortunately, I'm missing you guys and wish I was recording with you. So, hope you have a great episode and hi to all our listeners. I'll see you in episode five. See you guys. Bye.
1: A brief
2: warning. Our next bit of programming could possibly induce a toxic
3: mix of shock and nostalgia. As for why, well, two words Roller Derby. Welcome to The Revolution. I'm The Big Kahuna. I'm
4: Denominator. And I'm Atomic Cherry.
3: And together we are
4: Viva the Derby!
3: Australia's number one roller derby podcast. This episode of Evil the Derby is proudly brought to you by Brondo, the first mutilator. It's got what plants crave.
5: Welcome, everybody.
3: Welcome back, folks. Episode 4. Yay! Or 4.5, depending how you look at it. <laughs> 4.5, actually. We'll, we'll explain a bit more about that later. <laughs> we just went through the last... Oh, about an hour and a half of recording episode four of Viva La Derby, only to find that it did not record. Technical problems, it's sorted, because we'll just do it all again.
5: Just as much fun second time around, really.
3: Let's hope so. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you guys will hear you. we have another voice there in the background. I'd like to introduce and welcome Atomic Cherry to the podcast.
4: Hi, guys.
3: Welcome aboard. Welcome. Thanks for sparing the time again. You'll notice, folks, that uh, we are down one member of the Vivo Derby crew this episode. Cyclone Scylla not joining us because uh, she's enjoying the rays in beautiful Bali.
5: Yep, today it was an awesome 10 degrees here in Sydney. And in Bali, I'm pretty sure it was like a toasty 30. You know, sitting by the pool, drinking pina coladas, watching the boys go by.
3: Enjoy those cocktails, Silla. I don't know why anyone would want to... Not record a annoying podcast over Skype and go to Bali instead. What's What's that about?
5: Yeah, don't know, no, don't know really. I know where my priorities are. Just saying.
3: Absolutely, I question her <laughs> commitment to Sparkle Motion.
5: <laughs> anyway, how you been, Noms? I've uh, been good, mate. A lot of stuff happening. Got to watch some awesome Derby on the weekend, which we'll talk about a bit later, and some very very exciting news coming up for um, SWS this weekend. And Cherry, thanks for joining us. How you been? How's things going?
4: Things are going great, man. Great, great, great. Hard's going absolutely brilliantly. I'm very
3: excited. Excellent. I'm excited too because we've got a great episode coming up. Lots of things to get through. We're going to announce the winner of our Adam Dukes wheels, which everyone has been waiting for. I'm sure you're looking forward to hearing who the lucky recipient of those wheels are, courtesy of derbyskates.com.au. Of course, we're going to go through all our regular bout recaps and tell you some scores from around Australia. We're going to get up close and personal with Atomic Cherry from Hard. We've got a, a really cool interview coming up with Aston Junk, coach of Team Australia, and of course, the Newcastle Roller Derby League Dockyard Dames. We got a chance to chat with him all about Roller Derby and the upcoming Roller Derby World Cup. We're going to tell you what bouts are coming up around Australia as well in the coming weeks, and of course, we're going to pimp out some derby-related businesses and organizations, and we're going to also tell you about a very, very special competition we've got coming up thanks to Derby Skates again. We're going to tell you a little bit about that later on this episode, so stay tuned.
5: All right. So first up, we've got some shout-outs and some voicemails from our amazing listeners.
3: First in our list of shout-outs, piretta Blaze from the Murray River Derby Dames based in Albury-Wodonga, the Twin Cities. New league on the block. Send us some questions about, you know, what it's like starting up a new league and hopefully, Cherry, you're going to be
5: able to lend some expertise to that.
4: Yeah, why not? I've started up too. We'll give
5: it a go. Excellent. You seem to be the expert on the situation. We also have a great email from a very good friend of mine, Cisco, who's actually a friend of mine outside of Roller Derby, who is absolutely in love with SRDO and goes to all the bouts and would not miss one he sent me I just did a fist pump best sign out ever can you say that at the end of every show please loving the podcast loving you and loving derby more because of it viva la derby big love Cisco I'll see you around for a beer soon mate can I just say that in those back-to-back sentences there you said that Cherry is an
3: expert on the situation and then you started talking about fist pumping
5: <laughs> okay I'm obviously a freaking jersey show fan <laughs> It's kind of become my life. <laughs> Do you know they're in Italy at the moment?
4: <laughs> oh, no. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's like a card
5: Rick. You can't look away. <laughs> it's
3: true. It's true. What we need to see is some Derby girls with crazy fake tan.
5: Oh my god, maybe. Maybe if Kimikaze lets me, one of our up and coming bouts can be Jersey Shore themed. Oh my god. No. Derby Shore. there you go Sydney take that one you
3: can't we can't because unfortunately roller derby fans we just don't get the douchebags through the door
5: no no we are a little bit more intelligent most of the time we'd be too smart for that we like wit speaking of wit and intelligence witty and intelligent
3: listeners out there love calling through with their voicemails thank you for calling through on what number noms
5: on 430 If you want to
3: call through the Viva Ladobe hotline, it's always open because it's a voicemail number. It just sits there waiting for calls. <laughs> 430 Call in and you can be like Dodge and Bolt.
1: Hey, Viva Ladobe. This is Dodge and Bolt from the Coastal Assassins on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Uh, I also work with Devil Life Australia and I'd like to send a huge pop here to my
6: Devil Life Girls. We've just finished our first ever eight-week challenge. All our guys did an amazing job, saved amazing times up there, 25 bucks, and I just want to give them a holler because they're amazing. You guys are rad. Uh, thanks, Pitcher. Default strategy has changed my league in ways I can't even describe. It's kicking ass. So, I'm looking forward to the next
5: episode. See you later. We also we had a few um, shocked callers when they then left me messages on the Facebook page going, uh, Didn't expect the voicemail, don't know what to expect. Kind of shocked me, but left the message anyway.
3: <laughs> we also got a few shocked listeners when they got the wrong phone number to call up to.
5: I don't know who did that. Goddamn Stella. All those cocktails in Bali. Sitting at the wrong number. Jesus. Yeah, um,
3: yeah she's not going to cop that.
5: <laughs> I'm trying to pin it on other people
3: <laughs> so if anyone tried to call up and got a Optus Sucks this number's disconnected or something along those lines try again on the right number and leave a voice now, a voicemail for Viva La Derby and we'll play it on the air just like our next one from Syndrome of the Central Coast Roller Girls talking about her love for a team and also an upcoming family and friends about they have
6: hello to my favourite Viva La Derby DJ this is Syndrome from the Central Coast Roller Girls I'd like to send out a huge amount of Derby love to all my CCI girls. Uh, I'd like to say also that we have a
0: friends and family bout coming up against Wollongong on the 18th of June, where I'm going to bench manage with Cutthroat from NRDL. I'll try and write down all that happens, and I can report back to
4: you when it's all done. Catch up.
3: Thanks for that, Syndrome. We appreciate your voicemail. Good luck against Wollongong. I know they got some heavy hitters. Cherry, you've played against them before?
4: Yeah, I sure have. It was probably the only team who's ever injured me. How'd that happen? In the ERRD Smackdown that was held in Wollongong last year, last jam with the bout, for some reason they put me up to jam. I don't know why. I'm not a jammer. But Drop Bear and Janice Dropham just one after the other bang, bang, bang. I couldn't breathe. I lied down. The ambulance was called. It was all good.
5: Jesus, that Janice
4: shop him. I'm going to skate the other way
5: when she ever comes at me. I'm just going to run and out take my skates off. I'm going to out of play. It's all the nation. Just all the all cutting, everything. And I'm just going to go. That girl is big. she got some back. <laughs>
4: she's, she's definitely a hard hitter. She gets so low that you kind of just can't counteract it. She just banged. That's it. You're gone.
5: So there's some of our
3: voicemails and shout-outs. Thank you very much again, as I said. If you want to get on Viva La Derby, get your voice heard. Shout-out to your league. Shout-out to your Derby wife. Shout-out to your next-door neighbour, Bob. Call up the Viva La Derby hotline on NOMS. 0430 435. You might just remember that one day as well.
5: Never. I don't even remember my friend's birthdays.
0: <laughs> hey, Viva La Derby. This is Liz Vicious from Southwest Sydney Rockets. Just giving a quick shout-out to my new Derby sister-in-law, denominator and my real life derby sister killer b on your recent derby marriage you'll have beautiful derby children
5: so like we were talking about before we have a very very cool competition Uh, we are finally giving away these amazing adam dukes so first of all i want to say some big big love to dicey riley from derbyskates.com.au giving us this prize to give away you're awesome (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah thank you so much the response has been phenomenal all the voicemails that came through I wish we could give you all Adam Jukes or even more but unfortunately there was only going to be one winner I mean the choice was hard noms we, we listened to all oh. of them we deliberated we locked the judges in a room
5: not really Not really well, we, So we, we all got them sent by email And we all listened to them And you know what um, It was tough But in the end There was one clear, clear winner We do have two runners up though So not everybody's going to leave here empty handed But um, there was definitely one clear winner Who her story really touched all of our hearts And made us realise Derby is there for a lot of different reasons For a lot of different people And it just yeah. really helped her out For a difficult situation
3: Before we, we get uh, to that Let's have a listen to some of the other callers That came through All the fans of Evil Derby All the fans of Roller Derby that talked about how Roller Derby saved their souls.
7: Hi, I'm calling in regards to the Facebook host about letting you know how roller derby saved my soul. Well, it saved me in the sense of my depression and anxiety. I am doing much better and I'm even as old as 39 and just started about a year ago. But as I said, it certainly has saved me in many aspects and it also has brought my family closer together. We all enjoy watching derby and my little girl even admires her mum for her skating. Thank you.
0: Hi, Viva Derby. I'm Crystal from Wollongong, Yilawarra Roller Derby. I'm just calling to say that Roller Derby saved my soul. It helped me to become a much more confident person than I was before. And it gave me a buttload of friends that I wouldn't have had had I not joined the sport. It also, you know, taught me to skate, but, you know, really only a side product to the, you know, confidence and friends thing. All right, out of here. Bye. Hey, Vivilla Derby. It's Horabel from Townsville and Roller Derby. I feel like I'm calling you guys all the time lately. Anyway, I'm just ringing up about the uh, Adam Dukes competition. I've been trying to sort of work out what to say and really basically it just comes down to this. Roller Derby didn't save my soul. It basically just took over my entire life. It stole my entire life. I've had it really and I love it. I don't have any complaints about it. That is all. Bye. Yeah, I'm ringing to uh, talk about how roller derby saved my soul and my life. I think the perfect way to put it is it's brought my family together. I'm now a freshie with Adelaide Roller Derby, got through Fresh Meat last year. My wife and one of her friends served up Little Adelaide Rollers, one of the junior leagues in South Australia. And my daughter is a little roller and my four-year-old skates as well. So I guess it goes beyond just what it saved for me. All Derby's derbies brought my family together and uh, brought us into a community that's just amazing. So, yeah, Justin Burgess, see ya. Hey, Viva Villa Derby. My name is Lucy Fur from WSR. How Roller Derby saved my soul. Well, it saved my lost soul. For Roller Derby, I was hobbyless and bored. didn't know what direction I should take. Now I've got Roller Derby. I've got a passion, not just a hobby, and a new lease on life. Some fantastic friends to share it with. Hey, how are you going, guys? It's Master Maniac from Upper d- Towns Villains Villands Roller Derby League. I was just ringing up for the Adam Duke competition, so greatly donated by Derby Skates. Basically, my story isn't really how roller derby saved my soul; it's how TVRD stole my soul, and those damn bitches there won't give it back to me. So, so if I could win some wheels, I'd have something to replace my soul, and some Adam Dukes would rock. So, I'm sending you some pictures of my shirt that I have backs this up. So hopefully the pictures will come through soon. Can't wait for the next episode of podcast. Cheers. Bye. Hi, my name is Monique Taylor. I skate was hard. I've never really felt like I fit in anywhere until I started Derby. It made me more confident and happy. The friendships I've made with my fellow teammates is amazing. They're like sisters. And I've had some major health issues in my life too. So you could say Derby not only saving my soul, but my heart too. Thank you. Hi, this is Kat Anderson from Diamond Valley Roller Derby. Roller Derby didn't really save my soul, it's more saved my sanity. Because this year, I applied to do a master's program, so I should be at school, but I didn't get in. So I've been going pretty insane all year, because usually I've got about 50 projects on the go, and this year I've got nothing. So instead, I got into Roller Derby, and now I get to take all my frustrations out on my friends. Thanks. Bye. Hi. I just want to say, first of all, you guys are awesome. I'm loving your pod. My name's Joe. I'm a freshie with Plumber City Rollers. Um, I've only been doing it for about four weeks, but I had postnatal depression before I started Derby, and the difference has been absolutely amazing. Derby definitely saved my soul. Thanks. Bye. Hey, I would love a pair of Adam Dukes. How did Roller Derby save my soul? Well, Roller Derby stopped me from buying a small red sports car or running off with someone younger than my spouse or whatever else you do for a midlife crisis. I turned 40. I took up Roller Derby. Awesome. This is Cat's Claw, and I'm running from Toowoomba. Yeah, give me a call if you've got a pair of jukes looking for a home. Bye. Hey, my name's Annie, and I'm ringing in to tell you how roller derby saved my soul. Derby saved my soul simply just by being there. In five months, I've lost 12 kilo just from skating. I have made more friends in the last five months than I have in the last five years. And what hasn't it done for me? Just it's the best in the world. Hey,
8: it's Prime here from Rocky Roller Derby Girls. I've got a story about how roller derby saved my life and my wife's life, and I'm going to share it with you now.
1: Derby
4: saved her life. Derby saved her life.
5: Yeah, that was the masterpiece. Derby saved my life and my life's life. That's a doubleheader, baby.
8: It's Quartermus Prime here again from Rocky Roller Derby. I left you a song, but I want to tell you that Derby really has saved my life. Me and my wife joined up with Rocky Roller Derby.
5: I'm putting some stripes on and she's doing some gnarly skating. And it's the best thing we've ever done. So that's it. Peace, guys. Love it.
0: Hi, this is Dipola Bitch of the Reece City Roller Girls in Cairns, Queensland. And I wanted to enter the competition for the Atom wheels and Why Roller Derby Saved My Soul. I wanted to explain that after losing 85 kilos in 15 months, I'd lost all of my friends and my family and were struggling with the changes, but I had lost my identity. So I joined Roller Derby for the physical activity, but found more than that. Uh, with the support and camaraderie of the Reef City Roller Girls, I've learned that I am a strong, confident, and can now do anything I set myself to do. I have gained a Derby family and lifelong friend. So I am now running the Fresh Meat Committee and I'm training for my first entry bout. Even my husband is training for the US. Derby has not only saved my soul, it's given me a life, but taught me to embrace the new skinny me and that I can do anything I want to. So thanks to the Derby. That's what it has done for me. And I like to say you guys rock and your rock podcasts are fantastic. Thank you. Hello, I'm ringing up about the Adam Duke wheels. Uh, roller Derby saved my soul because it's an amazing sport and I didn't think I'd ever be able to skate again. My name's Shelley. Hi. How did Roller Derby save my soul? It hasn't really saved it. It's taken it over. My name's Mindy. Derby Love. Hi, I'm just ringing up about those, the skate competition on Facebook. I just wanted to say, I don't even care if it's I just wanted to say Derby, Save My Soul because it was an outlet to get away from the mundane things like work and being a housewife or whatever, and I've met the most awesome bunch of chicks ever, and we're like sisters and it's amazing. My name's Rachel. Thanks, bye hi, I'm just calling to tell you how Derby saved my soul. I have confidence and ju and just. So awesome every day that I get on my skates. My name's Sam. I'm from Perth Roller Derby. I'm much more eloquent in person. Right, thanks. Ciao. Hi, Thanks. Hi. I'm about the wheels. How did derby save my soul? It saved me from internal damnation and saved my partner's life because in doing derby, I've actually managed to get rid of my aggression and not have to sit and listen to him talking about bicycles all the time. So I have been saved, it saved my soul, and I saved his life. Thank you. Bye. Woo! Roll the derby, save my soul! How? Well, for me, it has to be true
6: friendships, real, honest, no bullshit sisterhood that derby is so strong. Those girls saved my soul. And as coach now, I have the opportunity to lead and motivate and inspire others and save other souls. So that maintains my soul salvation and hopefully saves a few others in the process. Ah, if I win these will, they have to be given away. I'm not holding on to them. I've just bought myself some new Adam Dukes. But I'm thinking someone in the league has to have them. Someone still on their path to saving their own soul. Maybe they're not quite there yet. So yeah, Roller-Dobby, save my soul. Uh, my name's Dustin Hyde. Thank
0: you, Viva La Derby.
3: Thank you very much to all of you who called in. You got some great stories to tell. I was really touched listening to a lot of those tales of how Roller Derby's averted midlife crisis has made massive amounts of weight loss, confidence building, friends building, social networks building. Derby can really do some amazing things. And just to hear it back to back, have those voicemails come through, really sort of warms the cockles of my
5: heart. Yeah, very much so. Like I've mentioned before.
3: In the cockle region.
5: That's kind of wrong. Warming night. Warming. warming Awesome. (laughs) You're (laughs) fudged. Anyway, I've talked about this before, that I'm a mega emo person and I cry at the drop of a hat. So after listening to all these voicemails back to back, I definitely needed to sit there with a box of tissues and just declare my love for roller derby because it just made me feel warm and fuzzy inside to hear other people feeling the same way. I guess I do. And just the way roller derby affects people in a positive way just brings out the best in them, most of the time anyway, in these situations it has. So thank you everybody for all your amazing phone calls. I know a lot of them were pretty hard to talk about, out but you're all very loved by the Viva La Derby team. Absolutely and speaking of that love can you tell us a
3: bit Noms about how Roller Derby saved your soul?
5: Yeah I guess uh, a few people know that um, I joined Roller Derby soon after my best friend passed away from cancer. I was learning how to skate while she was going through chemo treatment and one of the things that I guess would I would try to make her laugh and put a smile on her face maybe encourage her to think positively I would tell her about how I was learning how to skate on some vintage rock, like artistic skates my, my brother and my sister got me for Christmas and I'd joke that when she got good like she got better that I would take her out and she could watch me skate and laugh at me fall over unfortunately she never got there and I lost my best friend and I never thought before that I was always all talk and I'd never do anything about the things that I wanted to do, and Derby was definitely one of those things that I've always wanted to try, and it just made me realize that life's too short. Life is way too short to just sit on the sidelines and watch your heroes with on Roller Skates. I wanted to be that girl. I wanted to be the hard hitter. I wanted to be that blocker that just knocked that jammer out of the way, and I did it for her. I did it for my Deb, so that's how roller derby saved my soul. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> now. I'm tearing up. <laughs> Don't get soft to me, Nige.
4: Cherry, tell me, tell me, tell me. How did roller derby save your soul? Oh, honey! In so many different ways. I think the theme you see from a lot of it is the same. People who have never had any female friends whatsoever, all of a sudden, are surrounded by all these amazing, independent, strong women who are so much like themselves. It's not funny, but I mean, everything. It it. I was me. It found me more than anything. I mean, you got the the whole thing of losing all the weight. I lost forty kilos since I started. You know, the wow. confidence. Yeah, the, the confidence building. You kind of. Yeah, I've got a job interview tomorrow, and I'm. Not nervous whatsoever. But, yeah, just it, it's the same that you hear a story again and again and again. People who have lost who they are for, for they work too much or they're a stay-at-home mum or, you know, whatever. But you, you find you. Most definitely.
3: Roller Derby, finding the inner you.
4: And my, my Hawaiian brother there.
5: Even though you're not on a pair of skates, you're definitely very, very, very involved in roller derby as a whole. Tell me. Tell me how roller derby saved your soul.
3: I think it would be funny if I did strap on some skates, though.
5: I would love to see you skate one day, Nigel. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's not going to be a lot of skating going on, just some broken axles and broken ankles. No, yeah. no. And then me screaming on the ground for help. M- maybe, maybe in a year's time. <laughs> we'll see. Roller derby how saved my soul. Like i'm a firm believer that everybody has an inner like a, a voice that you have stuff inside you we're all smart intelligent beings that have things to say opinions thoughts you know values that we want to get out there and roller derby has given me that avenue through being the mc of the southwest sydney rockets through the vvilla derby podcast getting my voice out there and being able to express myself in a way rather than just bottling it up and having no one to talk to my wife has also started skating fresh meat now so we got a bonding experience over that my My younger brother is now refereeing with the Southwest Sydney Rockets, so we're bonding over that. It's really brought my family together, which I'm really grateful for, and just in so many ways, being able to meet a lot of really cool people, a lot of, like Cherry said, strong, independent women that I can talk to as a peer before I'd walk into a room filled with beautiful women would have me cowering in the corner, but because it's all about derby and not about, you know, being... Whatever else that comes with the, with that situation is is an amazing thing.
5: Oh, no. we love having you at SWS. You're a very very valid part of the sh- of the team.
3: Yeah, to sit in the corner creepily watching.
5: <laughs> no, 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 but it's good because I'll skate up to you and like you'll give me honest opinion. You'd be like, "No, do this," or "How about you guys give this a go?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I never saw it from that sort of point of view." So no, very very valid. Love having you. Always that. watching.
4: You kind know of... what, guys? Out of all the sports mm. I've ever played. This is probably the only one where no matter what your background is, no matter what you're into, no matter what music you listen to, no matter what sort of car you drive, no matter whether you've got kids or not, it's the only one who a lot of people have commented on. It's the only place they've ever been accepted for who they are and for their love of derby rather than anything else.
5: What I've said this before in past shows that derby is – kind of left for the the misfit the girl who sat in the corner who was a bit of a nerd who was a little bit different or the girl who you know kind of was picked on and they just wanted to show people where she really came from I'm not talking from personal experience at all but I'm just talking about just generally they were just kind of from not to the wrong side of the track just a different side of the track I guess that's what I've noticed
4: as it becomes more widespread you're finding a lot more kind of mainstream people getting involved in that in it but it doesn't matter those people who would maybe fought in high school or kind of come up against each other before, because it's all about derby, they just they love each other now.
5: Yeah, it's true, very true. But let's get back to the topic on hand. We're giving away some wheels. Absolutely. And because the decision was just so hard, we
3: had to come up with a couple of runners-up as well.
5: So first runner-up, we have Alabama Hurley from the South Island Sirens. I'll be seeing you this weekend, sweetness. Singing us a Broadway-style song about Derby, which absolutely blew our minds. Coming your way is a $25 gift voucher from Wicked Skatewear. Let's have a listen.
9: I've been down every road you can imagine. I've been down streets that never end. I've lost my way so many times, but now I've found redemption. When the world got too crazy, I would run away. Smashed and crashed my way through life, disguising it as play. Late nights and boozing, smoking, cigarettes and more. One day I sat back and said, What the fuck are you doing this for? and that's when i found something something that saved my soul it wasn't cheap wine or whiskey not drugs or rock and roll it was roller derby it was roller derby it was roller derby derby. Roller derby save my soul it was roller derby it was roller derby it was roller derby roller derby save my soul
3: Can I just say I love that song because little insight into um the big kahuna probably can't pick this from my outward appearance big broadway musical fan i I love a good musical and i may Uh, edit this out to save face but yeah i i I hope i'm not alone out there come on derby community musicals let's see a musical number at a skate out maybe like the songs from rent yeah i'm a huge fan
4: it's all good wrong the derby the musical Oh, Daddy's so. coming up. There's a couple of, I don't know, there's a missile coming up, and there's another one that someone else is doing, Starcross Jammers, and there's a few of them going on at the moment, <laughs> movies and that been made.
5: That's our girl, Penagy, with Starcross Jammers. No. Yeah, she's going. She's hopefully going to be on the show Not too distant future Tell us a bit about it Our second
3: runner-up Because, again, we were just so hard to choose a, a winner From all the wonderful voicemails we got We had to have a runner-up Because the voicemail quality was so high Freda Cox from Sydney Roller Derby League Calling in with a great song Let's have a listen
2: Oh, what you send me on wheels I spent all my money On fugitives I worked hard all my lifetime To buy my weekends. Oh, Fever, will you send me Some hat on Juke I used to play football Not long ago Until my big sister Went broke my toe My girlfriend's I put on some skates, stop pissing and moaning, hit girls round the place. Oh, Viva, won't you sell me some home two grills? I spent all my money on fugitives, worked hard all my lifetime to buy my weekends. Oh, Viva, won't you sell me? Madam jewels. now I'm a freshie for SRDL, ACS, my home team, but I'm an assassin as well. Cannot keep up with Dodgers' strategy, I'm counting on you, Viva, please send me some meals. Oh, Viva, won't you send me some Adam Jude Wills? I spent all my money on fugitives. I need to go faster on my wicked heads. So, people, won't you sell me some add-on duke wheels?
3: Fredo, thank you very much for calling in. You are a runner-up in our Adam Dukes competition, courtesy of derbieskates.com.au, and you're going to win another $25 voucher from Wicked Skatewear. You might be able to buy two wheels towards your new wheel set, but if not, obviously Wicked Skatewear's got some amazing shirts, amazing products. Thank you, B-Train. Thank you, Strict9 from Wicked Skatewear for supporting us. We love you. I hope that I can get some Wicked Skatewear
5: shirts printed up for myself very soon as well. Yeah, mate, definitely. I've got, my like I said, before when we first recorded this, um, I packed all my stuff for this weekend, and every shirt that I'm taking is a wicked skatewear shirt. And personally, my favourite, the clapping tacos, which is absolutely hilarious. It's a little taco with roller skates. It's so cute. <laughs> but who is our winner? Now, spill the beans. Drum roll, please. <laughs> our
3: winner is Holly from Wollongong Illawarra Roller Derby League.
7: Hi, I just wanted to leave um, the message about how roller derby saved my soul. Um, I am with the Wollongong Illawarra Roller Derby um, girls and um, back in 2004, um, some jerk held a gun to my head and uh, I've been suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder uh, ever since and um, I've since had two children, two little boys, they're now six and four and um, I've just recently joined, I'm... Um, um, an orange star at the moment and um, I got to a point at the end of last year where I was going to commit suicide because I had had enough of life joined roller derby and met a bunch of girls nearly about as crazy as I am and um, made myself about 25 new sisters and it totally changed my soul I actually made um, a shirt that says that said that um, derby roller derby saved my soul So anyways, if that's good enough, then I really hope that I can win these wheels because at the moment um, my mental health state won't allow me to work, so I can't afford to buy new wheels. So anyways, my name is Holly. I'm also on Facebook. Thank you.
5: Holly, you absolutely spilled your beans and it touched our hearts immensely. I know how hard, well, I can only imagine how hard your life has been and to hear how Roller Derby is helping you get through that and how you're building friends and confidence again. I can only wish you the very best and hope that Weed brings you even more joyous, amazing moments in your life. So good yeah. luck and enjoy those Adam Dukes, girl, because I cannot wait to play you against them. Take some
3: pictures for us with your new wheels. Send it through to Viva the Derby. Yes, please. Once again, thank you to derbyskates.com.au. Dicey Rally being great. Donating those wheels to a good cause. Getting to hear a lot about how Roller Derby has really changed some lives and has a positive impact on the community and everyone that that experiences it. Derbyskates.com.au. Check them out. They're a big supporter of podcasts, and we want to support them too. And we're going to tell you a little bit more later in the show about our next competition, and it's going to be massive.
5: Yeah. About recaps? All
3: right, let's talk about some bout recaps that have been going on the last couple of weeks. May 14 out at Penrith, we had the Eastern Region Roller Derby round one of, of this year's tournament. On the Saturday, the 14th, Wollongong, Illawarra taking on Western Sydney. Wollongong ca- taking away the win, 130 to Western Sydney's 118. Close bout there, 12 points, really showing how Western Sydney's coming along great.
5: Yeah, they're definitely a force to be reckoned with after seeing them bout this weekend at um, the SRD all bout. They were amazing and I just can't wait to see what's going happening with them in the future. And then the next bout on that day
3: was Canberra Roller Derby League taking on Newcastle Roller Derby League, two of the bigger hitters in that group there after Sydney Roller Derby League having the bye for the first round. Canberra Roller Derby League 155, Newcastle Roller Derby League 68.
5: Not bad. Not bad. Canberra again, another massive, massive team who've got amazing players. Can't wait to see what's happening with them later in the year. Can't wait to see shortstop play. Always big fan.
3: I'm a big fan of both of these leagues. Like Newcastle, we got to meet AJ. Yep. Have a good chat with the head coach of Newcastle. And obviously we're big fans of some of the skaters out there. Uh, and they're coming along. I got to see them play Northern Brisbane, beat Northern Brisbane, come ag- up against Canberra. And actually that's not too bad a score considering how
5: strong Canberra has been as of late. Mm, definitely. So we also had on Sunday, Weed versus CRDL, 107 to
4: 266. Wow.
5: Massive.
3: Again, showing Canberra's, you know, how strong they are.
4: They're a huge league. They've got some great girls down there. And there's apparently like 400 girls on the waiting list just to get into a team. Really? Yeah, we had one of their freshies up at a social skate. And yeah, we got chatting and there's just huge... She made the comment of, you know, there's nothing else to do in Canberra. But, um, yeah, huge porn, porn and fireworks
5: <laughs> and, and
4: weed. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. But, no, I played against uh, the Canberra team that came in October last year to the SmackDown and shortstop, yeah, again, amazing. But they've got some amazing, amazing players some really hard hitters and just, yeah, amazing
3: they seem to play really good, because I got to see them play against Victoria. Obviously, I was at the SmackDown last year as well, and they got a, re- a lot of really good jammers, but to go along with that teamwork, man, they they really know each other well, play together well, and it's really good to see that they- they're... They're an up-and-coming league. I know that at the SmackDown last year, they lost to Sydney in the final. But come December, Sydney travels to Canberra, and Canberra come away with a win. So I'm going to be really interested to see what they can do again this year.
5: Definitely. So sending some big love to April Han from SRDL and Drop Bear from Weird for sending us all those results. Can't wait to see you ladies on the truck.
3: That was a closed bout round one but we're going to talk about round two coming up and um, unfortunately yeah we didn't get to that close bout but r- round two is coming up soon and that's going to be a little bit different we'll tell you a bit about that later
4: so on saturday may 21st we had the town's villains roller derby the roller asylum versus the skull ravens came away 160 to 138 in favor of the asylums i believe we have a voicemail from horribel
3: we do let's hear it
1: horribel
0: Hey Villa Derby, this is Cora Bell from Towns Villains Roller Derby. I'm just ringing up with the final score for the Rise of the Raven bout in Townsville. We've had Roll Asylum winning at 160 and Skull Ravens came in at 138. Skull Ravens had their first official bout tonight and they were amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, all props to all of them. The girls were just uh, fucking awesome! Uh, we love you, Villa Derby. Bye.
3: Thank you very much for that horror bell. We appreciate it. Anyone else wants to call in with bout recaps and scores? We feel free. We're gonna play them. What number can they call, Noms?
5: Zero four three zero two one seven four three five. You're testing me tonight, Noms. She's Nige.
3: on the ball. She's on the ball. me.
5: Usually I have no idea what the phone number is, but today I have the website. <laughs> I'm and just and, gonna
3: <laughs> keep repeating it till it's <laughs> in your brain.
5: It's never gonna happen, man. It's never gonna happen. I'm being serious.
3: The next day, 22nd of May. Adelaide Roller Derby League, they're home bout number five for the year. They're churning them out. They're, they're going to finish their home season really quickly. But this time we saw the Road Train Rollers take on the Wild Horses. Road Train Rollers coming away with the win 77 to 68. And as always, our intrepid reporter on the ground, Holger Von Lomo, telling us a bit about it.
6: Hi, Lisa. Holger Von Lomo here with another bout update. Bout five on the 22nd of May, saw the Road Train Rollers take on the Wild Horses. It was a fierce battle for these two teams. The winner going through to play the Soulja Dolls in the grand final. Skateouts were a mix of Optimus Prime and a team of Transformers versus the Grim Reaper and a union of the undead. Bro Train Rollers started gaining lead in the first four jams and putting a 14 point gap on the scoreboard. Brody's Whimsical Mimsical even seemed to have stepped up her game this bout, jamming and gain, gaining lead against Hearst's Barrelhouse Bessie. Kit Kat Crunch made a vital mistake in the fifth jam and was sent off for a major penalty, allowing the Hears' jammer Furious Senria to score a triple grand slam and put a respectable score of 15 back on the board. Taking the Hears' lead to 18 and 17 for the Rotran Rollers, this was a pivotal moment for the Hearsers, gaining lead in the next five jams using a fantastic front wall of their blockers, Marshall Stacks and Anonymous Skater with Pixie Pinch gaining a grand slam in the following jam. The roadies were blocking strongly, but the jammers were just not able to take advantage of that. Kit Kat Crunch nodded her best, made a second trip to the penalty box, allowing Barrelhouse House Bessie yet another grand slam for the versus, taking their score to 36 and 22 for the roadies. With just over seven minutes remaining in the first half, Kilikaze really stepped up for the roadies, gaining a grand slam and some much-needed points back their way, and Kit Kat also followed, gaining lead in her next jam. Some amazing blocking was displayed all around. Rodie's Lady Kediva and Letter Loose gave the hearses Hell and hearses bootlegger Lily and Miss Well reciprocated, giving it back to Kilikaze. And that left the hearses in the lead at half time, with forty-four points to thirty-four for the road train rollers. Hersa's made a strong start to the second half, but we all know the roadies are the comeback kids. The next few jams changed league like playing tag. Roadies scoring four points here and there, but not enough to close that gap, which was uh, 12 points at the 14-minute mark. Trixie Belden scored seven points for the roadies, and hersas had a full penalty box, with Nick Bellatrix waiting to enter. Kit Kat scored four points, and zero went to the hearses. But poor Cat got another penalty and was sent to the box again. She was visibly frustrated this bout. Rhodes slowly gain on the horses' score, with them leading by only two points at the six-minute mark. Daryl House Bessie gained another two points for the horses, but Kilikaze was quick to answer, grabbing nine points for the roadies and putting them back in the lead, 71 to the horses' 66. And that was with only two and a half minutes remaining. Rhodes gained another quick two points, and with 35 seconds remaining, the horses called a timeout. The roadies fielded a team of their strongest blockers and put Whimsical Mimsical up to jam against Barrelhouse Bessie. Hersies tried desperately to get Bessie through, and she did, gaining lead, but out of nowhere crashed into the roadies' violent crumble. And that allowed Mins to pass her, score four points, and call off the final jam with a nine-point lead for the roadies. The final scores were Roadtrain Rollers 77 to Wild Horses 68.
3: Thanks a lot for that, Holger. We always appreciate your work, love your work. Make sure you call up for every bout because we love hearing from you.
5: Also, on the 4th of June, we had SRDL's bout, bout for Skate City, starting off with the mini bout with um, the Screaming Assault Sirens versus WSR's bout laws, 64 to 38. Uh, you know, not that much of a difference between the scores. WSI really brought their A-game to this yeah, bout. Yeah, we
3: were all fortunate enough to be there to watch, and i got to say, I loved it.
5: Yep, had a great time watching it. Mini-bouts, I think, uh, a great ways to sort of get the crowd warmed up, get um smaller leagues out to play some of the bigger leagues. Just get newer skaters, I guess, just warmed up to what it's like to skate against or skate in an arena with such big crowds and stuff. So, yeah, no, Boutlaws did amazingly. They should be very, very proud of themselves.
3: Yeah, that first bout, I wasn't too sure if it because, you know, Little Whippets injured at the moment, not playing for uh, Screaming Assault Salt Sirens. So, I don't know if it was a bad night for the Sirens or if Western Sydney are just really stepping up their game, but it looked like it was a lot more even bout. And obviously, that point differential is small. Western Sydney are an up-and-coming league, and I was really proud to see step onto the stage under those spotlights and and really bring it to the sirens. I'm a massive fan of uh, Taylor Swift. She's an amazing
5: jammer. (laughs) Great name, too. I missed
4: the first half of the bout, but the second half of it was really strong. I know that WSR have got a new girl in the ranks, Pixie, who's transferred over from Mart, who's an amazing jammer, but Nixie Nitrate, Taylor Swift, they've come such a long way since I started skating. It was really good to watch. We also had the main battle of the night, which was the
5: Unicorns versus the Beauty School Knockouts. Unicorns 117 to 108. wasn't really going to turn out that way, though, was it, Nige?
3: No, this is definitely a bout that's going to go down, in in my memory anyway, is a great one to watch. Because for the majority of the match, Beauty School Knockouts were really establishing their dominance, playing really well, keeping the Unicorns down. At the start of the match, it was quite even. But as the Beauty School Knockouts were getting those one two three-point jams, and, and, and building up that lead. Into the second half, about four minutes left. They were probably up by about 40.
5: Yeah, they were. And then we had the amazing Winnie Bruce to show us what she's made of and score a 30-point jam, which made the scores, I think, it was one-point difference.
4: Going into yeah, the last to 107 jam. to 108
5: or something. No? and then we had Captain Rats come in and just clean up the floor. And the place was going
3: absolutely berserk. That jam from Winnie, I don't think I've ever seen the the enthusiasm from a crowd like that. It was was amazing.
4: Come that second lap, I don't think there was anyone left sitting down on seats or on suicide setting. Everyone was standing up absolutely screaming.
3: Yeah, I was going nuts. I got to apologize to the people sitting behind me because I was probably blocking a lot of the view, being the big kahuna, and I got to apologize to the row in front of me for screaming in their ears, but what can I do? Winnie Bruce was going berserk on the track, and I had to let her know.
5: I guess I guess I should apologize to the family that was sitting in front of me in my profanities. <laughs> While screaming out and cheering on you bruised. It was a lot of um... Yeah, a lot of swearing, but I won't go into that. But um, also, let's just let's not forget to mention a very funny moment in that bout when Winnie Bruce was in the box and came shooting back on the track, thinking that she was a jammer, when she went around the track about two or three times and she wasn't a jammer, she was a blocker. (laughs) She's probably
3: just so used to having that star on her head.
5: Yeah, it was pretty funny seeing her bench manager kind of lose his shit trying to wave her down, making her stop. But once that girl's got some speed, there's no stopping her.
3: Poor old Mike, man, nearly had a heart attack, I think. I know, it was pretty funny to watch,
5: though. <laughs> Again, for any more bout recaps and um, scores that we haven't spoken about tonight, check out roller derbyau.blogspot.com.
1: Coast derby. Dolls
5: roll with derby. Woo! All right, stop. Cherry time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she's quick on the ball. You're quick tonight, noms. Oh, uh, man. Out. Well, this is the second time we're doing it for the night, <laughs> so I kind of know what's happening. So, of course, it is time to pick the brain of Atomic Cherry. I'm sure she's got a brain full of awesome derby stories and information to share with our Vivilla Derby listeners, so let's get cracking.
3: I know you were nervous coming on the show, Cherry. We appreciate you being so open and honest with us. And so patient.
9: Yes, <laughs> man. No
3: Four beers in. You're fine, though. I'm all good. Excellent. Now, <laughs> one of the things that we always ask, being the comic book geek that I am, is a secret origin story. Were you bitten by a radioactive roller skate to get you into roller derby? What What is your secret origin story?
4: My kids, actually. We used to have a – well, there still is it. We went to the local skate park and it's like this little tiny skate park next to like 16-odd netball courts and i take my kids down there to ride around on their scooters and, you know, my son was 11, my daughter was nine at the time and, you know, she's a smart cookie. She got sick of the boys very, very quickly so she'd just hang out with me and we're walking through Ribble Sport one day and saw a pair of star fires and kind of went, oh. You want to learn to skate? Trying to teach her off skates, what to do, was a little bit difficult. So Starflyers
3: have a, an ABEC 9, I'm sure, right?
4: Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you, yeah. They have crap in them. That's as much <laughs> as I know. I cannot skate on them now, let's just put it that way. I put them back on a couple of months after starting to lend some on my skates, and I could not move in them. But, yeah, we, we kind of bit the bullet and went back to Rebel Sport and bought myself a pair which was probably the scariest thing I've ever done. But, yeah, skating around with her, kind of feeling like a a, a geek more than anything else, trying to teach my daughter how to skate, being it's bagged Nothing wrong out. with
3: geeks, Cherry. Nothing wrong with
4: but, geeks. Yeah, for lack of a better word, man. Um, <laughs> you know, skating around in those with my nine-year-old daughter and, you know, I'm kind of 28 years old, feeling kind of 60, 40 kilos heavier and all the guys at the skate park on their skateboards and their BMX kind of bagging you out. It, you know, it, it plays on the on the ego a little bit, so I started Googling adult roller skates and, funnily enough, came across a couple of porn sites which we probably shouldn't talk about and – wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, <laughs> I'm just writing this down.
4: <laughs> Let me get my pen out. <laughs> I came across a roller derby. And I sent them an email because I Googled what roller derby was after that and watched a few of the, the YouTube clips that were available at the time, especially from the States with the bank track. And I started chatting to one of their founders, uh, Hot Lips Coolahane, who is currently skating with uh flat track over in Austin, Texas. After finding out how far away they were when they trained and how much their fees were being a stay-at-home mum at the time, it just really wasn't feasible So she kind of gave me the idea to start one in my area. A couple of weeks after I started speaking to her, she had an email from another girl in my area and her and a group of her mates wanted to join and she put us in contact and we started chatting. A couple of flyers later, a meeting at the pub and the first league was born. That's
5: amazing. That just shows how grassroots roller derby is and how it just starts from a couple of girls being interested in something new and something different and they're just growing to... Epic proportions. So you talked about starting the league. What were some of the difficulties you found
4: approaching girls, approaching venues when starting the league? Uh, Insurance at the time was a huge deal. No one wanted to insure you. Absolutely no one wanted to touch you with a 10-foot pole because it was classed as an extreme sport. It's a lot different now. There's a lot of avenues now, thank God. But, yeah, venues, insurance, and finding members.
3: How did you go about finding members then?
4: We probably had about six girls for a good 10, 12 months. There was only a few of us for a really, really, really long time. And because, I mean, at the time when we started, there was us and there was Sydney. Uh, Newcastle and Wollongong were only starting up as well, which, you know, a a kind of – if you're not really kind of into it all, or kind of far away. So there was us and there was Sydney and, and that was pretty much it. Uh, a lot of flyering, a lot of Facebooking, a lot of just trying to, you know, get the word out and, and advertise as much as possible.
3: And at the time, there was no Roller Derby podcast to help you along the way.
4: No, there wasn't. Thank God you guys came along. <laughs> Always here to save the day. <laughs>
3: Now, considering all the difficulties that you had, you know, finding members, all the things, that the, the tribulations that go with starting a league, you decided to do it again.
4: Yeah, I did. My, um, I was with my first league for probably about two and a half, three years, and our, our time came to an end, and, you know, I, I needed somewhere else to go, and the more venues you've got interested, and the more local league you've got involved, the bigger derby's going to grow, so uh, along with five other members from my uh, previous league, we started up a new one out in the Hawkesbury. And what are you guys called? Hard. Oh, really? <laughs> How's everything going at Hard? Uh, it's going excellent. We're spread from the Hawkesbury right through to the Hills area. And our first Fresh Meat intake, we ended up having a total of like 40 members. So, you know, it, it, it was big right from the get-go. And we've got some great girls coming up those ranks.
5: Awesome. I can't wait to see them all on the track soon. So I've also got some uh, some questions for you from Renee from the Murray River Derby Dames based in Aubrey Rodonga. She was wondering if you could do a segment orientated towards new leagues about organising training plans and drills, timeframes to get, and, to get through different levels, etc. It's something that her league really needs advice on and I'm sure she's sure that many other fresh leagues do as well. How can you help?
4: Okay, well when we started, the the basis for how long you'd be from when you first started skating to when you'd be batting was around about 12 months. Um, Across the board now, it kind of seems to be between about six and nine months. The training is just becoming a lot schmicker. You've got so many more people being able to help and a lot more people street skating and and social skating. But, you know, contact as many leagues as you can. Everyone's available via email and Facebook. There is no such thing as a stupid question and there is no such thing. stupid (laughs) people. Only stupid answers. Um, But there's, you know, you can't ask too many questions. Ask them for their star assessments. Ask them for their training programs. Ask them, you know, what the hell do I do? Best source of information would have to be the Yahoo group for the roller coaches. You've got coaches worldwide on there and there's training programs. There's um, endless, endless, endless amounts of posts of their, their newest and latest and their most favorite drills and great explanations to go with it.
3: Yeah, I've I've read that group quite a lot. I'm a member and I sort of lurk quite extensively, just trying to learn more about the game for my own knowledge, and hopefully pass that on when I'm commentating or through the podcast, whatever the case may be, but it's more li- mainly because I'm just a geek and I want to learn as much as possible. But yeah, there's great stuff on there. You do have to have a Yahoo address. And you do have to ask to be let into the group it's, a, it's sort of on approval basis, but we're going to have a link to that group on our page for this episode so go to vivaderby.com find it, click through, join up because it's a wealth of information that I can vouch for as well.
5: What do you think the future for roller Derby is in, the, in Australia cherry? Um, like you've had you know a big part in starting some like two big leagues here in, the, in Australia. What's next for us?
4: Um, I'm pretty sure roller derby is heading towards world domination. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> roller derby in Australia, though. Um, you know, it, it's going to be as big as it is in America. It is going to be huge. It's it's still it's still the fastest women's growing sport that there possibly is in Australia, and it's going to overtake the NRL and the AFL and those boys sports running around in little shorts with balls they're not going to count anymore
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's a big vision let's hope it comes to fruition i don't think
4: too long till we see bank tracked in australia
3: oh you think we'll have bank track
4: here I'm, i'm i'm placing bets on it i want to play bank track so it's going to happen
3: i mean i know that i think it costs in the states like 30 grand to set up a track Without having the venue first, like having a warehouse that will actually fit it. But yeah, about 30 grand of that's a lot of cakes to sell.
4: It is, it is a lot of cupcakes. I'm actually very lucky to be friends with a guy who, about 20 years ago, used to play bank track in Australia. And he still has the designs for the bank track they used to put up and take down to every venue they went to. So, oh, we'll, wow. There's enough people, you know, insurance aside and all that, there's enough people with enough vision that it will happen. I know that. Um. Our
5: sponsor um, at the Bradbury pub, every time we go there, there is also, there's always one guy that's always trying to convince us that he's going to build us a bank track. Uh, somehow I somehow don't think the guy at the Bradbury that has the beer in hand is going to build me a bank track. I think he's lying. <laughs> he What's getting my pants? Anyway, he's, he's like, it's in my backyard.
4: <laughs> come, come look at my snakes. <laughs> you know what? Don't put a past, and there's a couple of the girls who have since built, like, half pipes and that in their backyard. Yeah, a half is a half-pike.
5: Fair enough. There's, like, instructions to do that on, like, the internet. Uh, It's one thing building a half-pike. There's another thing building a freaking bank track. Like, I don't know, man. That's big step. just the
3: room needed
5: as well. Yeah.
4: On the skatelogforum.com, there is actually the the guidelines for building a bank track. That's crazy! Oh, oh. making Physic-
3: out of paddle pop sticks.
4: Physical challenge. <laughs> Brdl can um, buy their own warehouse. You know, it's not far off. Yeah, true,
5: true. But I wonder because we're all sort of, you know, if one team has the money to build a bank track, like. How is everybody else gonna learn how to skate on one Do you get me like how is everybody else gonna get the money to build bank tracks themselves to train on bank tracks so they can play against other bank track teams yeah. because I'm I don't know because I guess I've never skated bank track and I really don't know too much about it. I don't know how you can trend is it easier to transfer
4: flat track skills to bank track skills? Well there's a different set of rules that go along with bank track derby as well it's not the same rules as flat track. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it's it's a matter of, I mean, like Flat Track started in New South Wales with Sydney, it kind of just grows and, and grows and grows. You, just, you start and get sponsors. Your fundraising gets easier and, you know, it, it's just one of those things. It'll start small and it, it, it will, you know, as I said, world domination.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is growing in the States, and we're seeing that now, how it's expanding more and more and, and likely going to be a very much more popular version of the sport going forward. So hopefully we mimic that and see. Like, I don't mind any variation of roller derby I'm going to enjoy. So
5: Most definitely. Now,
3: the future of roller derby looks bright in Australia and around the world, bank track, all that sort of thing.
5: But, Cherry, what's the
3: future of hard? When are we going to see hard on the track bouting?
4: Ah, well, I'm kind of hoping to have these girls up and intra league. Probably September. We've just had a whole round of assessments done where our privates have now transformed into corporals.
3: So not white stars?
4: No, 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 no. Uh, the biggest infrastructure in Hawkesbury is the RAF base. So our league has a, a military theme that runs through and through. So we don't have our freshies, our white stars, our yellow stars, our orange stars. We have our privates, which are our freshies, our corporals, our sergeants and our lieutenants.
3: And are there any re-admirals?
4: Only the male refs, you know, who piss us off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to see hard bouting very soon by the end of the year. I'm excited. And remember, if you need someone on the microphone, I'm your man.
4: Oh, definitely. Um, I'm thinking our first bout probably be against SWS.
5: Probably. Hey. Talk to Kim Talk to me. I'm league liaison there, so I'm sure we can tee something up.
4: Beautiful. Awesome. Oh, hey, don't you have fresh meat coming up? We sure do. Uh, July 15th out at our South Windsor venue, 16 Stewart Street in South Windsor. Where can, where can they find out, find out more information on that? They can either email us at info at skatehard.com.au or on our website, which is www.skatehard.com.au. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Cherry.
5: I think it's awesome
3: that you got to be from the Hawkesbury area because then you get that awesome acronym.
4: Yes, we definitely do. The girl who came up with that sitting next to me. Who? Fifi or Paws? Fifi Boxer.
5: Uh, oh, very clever, Fifi. You're not just a pretty face. Oh,
4: thanks.
3: <laughs> all right. I think that's all the questions we have for you, Cherry. You've, you've gone through the test of the Viva La Derby question time You're flying <laughs> colours. You passed your uh, corporal status.
4: Oh, nice.
3: No. So now you're part of the family. You're part of the Viva La Derby crew, and you're always welcome back. But thanks for opening up. Thanks for sharing with us. Um, and you're going to be with us for the rest of the episode as we go through upcoming bouts and everything else.
4: Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having
3: me. Oh, we love
5: having you on board.
4: Only <laughs> until I need to make you do plank. Oh, do oh, you know what? They've adopted that
5: now at SWS <laughs> Nobody's impressed
4: <laughs>
3: That is no- one thing that I'm glad about Not being a skater oh,
4: yeah. You wait to see what I make as girls do now I'm going to come to one of your training sessions soon All ninja life so you not knowing I'm coming Because apparently a lot of your girls don't turn up when they know I'm coming out to train Because they don't want to be put through that <laughs> Yeah,
5: show up as a ninja Show up in black with a face mask Nobody will know who it is And you'll be like, ha, plank <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay, so on the... you, can I just ask, are you
3: girls annoyed that the term plank has taken on a completely different meaning? Do
5: you know what? I listened to Triple J and I heard about planking ages ago. And I when I first heard about it, I thought it was actually the planking that we all do to build, you know, core muscles. And then I read more about it and went, Hold on, it ain't that. There's no challenge. You're just lying down. Okay. But, exactly. And, but I just You have to have the right form. Well, yeah, I guess hands by your side, fly as board. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but I did try to plank on the welcome to Wyong sign. I didn't. Me and and, um, uh, Dita Von Bruiser tried to boost each other up there and it wasn't going to work. That is an anti-planking. Welcome to Y on sign.
3: A bit too high. (laughs) It would have been a dangerous plank. Plank safe, people. Plank safe.
4: Yes, please, plank safe. We don't want to be liable for anything. We can always invite them to a training session and, you know, make see what real planking is all about. That's it. Viva La Derby, this is
0: Shiz, and I am currently at the uh try out for the Australian team at Newcastle
5: and wondering where you guys are I thought you were coming it's amazing you should get your butts here right now so on the fourteenth of the fifth, Nigel and I and my handy psychic Dita Von were invited over to Newcastle to check out Team Australia's New South Wales training session. Oh, sorry. Tryouts. Uh, yeah. Tryouts. Sorry, not train. Tryouts. It wasn't an easy journey though, was it? No, it wasn't. Unfortunately, Nigel's PT. What did you call it?
3: Uh, it's a PT loser.
5: It's not a PT, Lou. It's the PT Cruiser, which is actually a pretty cool car. It had some technical difficulties, just like we had earlier here with Evil Adobe, Derby. And it decided to overheat once on the way there and approximately about 12 times on the way home. Home should have taken about two hours, took five.
3: Yeah, because you're not supposed to drive your car when it's overheating. But Roller Derby was calling, so I kept going. Just a word of advice for all you drivers out there. Do not try to open your radiator overflow tank while it's still hot. Steaming water in the face, pain, scared, running away from the car, <laughs> denominator, deed of ambrouza, panicking.
5: We were scared. Yeah. I, no, it's as fast as I've ever seen you move.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to taking hot shots in the face on a Saturday night. But... Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we kept on, though. We dr- We kept going. We had to wait for it to cool down significantly. So it meant that we got to the Gateshead Sports Arena a little bit late, but we were able to catch the last 45 minutes or 30 minutes or so. And what a 30 minutes it was to watch, Noms.
5: I was shaking in my boots. In our very long journey to Gateshead, we had a bit of a chat about, you know, maybe talking about inviting Arsene Chunk over to SWS and having a bit of a training session. With him because he seems to be pretty clued in, you know, organizing all this. I got scared. I got big time scared. There is no chance I'm inviting that man over to change the SWS, at least not for another year, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years. Who knows? Band, ass and junk, not welcome. Not welcome right now. Soon, maybe, <laughs> but not just yet. Godzilla, you know, Dangerous, more than welcome. Dangerous, your man, not welcome. <laughs> AJ's a pretty hardcore coach Oh yeah, yeah He expects a lot from his girls That's why I'm really, really I guess I'm happy that he is one of the coaches I think he's a coach with Dodge Sportsman And he are the coaches for Team Australia And they're going to put those girls through the ringer. And I know that we're going to probably come out with the, One of the best, or the best team With like, the best skaters of the, in the country
4: Oh
3: yeah! No, it was a real privilege to see some of the best skaters in New South Wales in the one spot, and we got to sit down with Ashton Junk and ask him a little bit about what it's like coaching Team Australia, how he got into it, all that sort of thing. So have a listen. Pavievil is over this big Kahuna. This
5: is the nominator,
3: and we're very lucky to be at the tryouts for the Australian World Cup, and we're with the coach of Team Australia, Ashton Junk. Thanks for joining us, man.
8: No problems whatsoever.
3: We're really glad to be here. We kind of just
8: got in the last minute, sort of the last few drills there.
5: You're pretty hard man to please.
8: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of endurance. I think it's the most one of the most important things in roller derby. If you can't last for an hour on the track, you probably shouldn't be on there. So I try and push them as hard as I can for endurance just for that simple fact that they can get out there for a whole hour and skate and not even be sweating when the other team's dying at half-time. Awesome. So being Coach Team Australia, a pretty massive
3: honour. How did you get the position? How did the uh, process happened? Well, I'm not
8: happened. the coach alone. I'm co-coach with Dodge Sportsman from SRDL mm-hmm. and it was pretty much Blood and Thunder just put out, uh, Blood and Thunder magazine put out a, put out a <laughs> notice on their website saying um, that they're looking for coaches for the World Cup teams and whoever, you could just send in your email and they selected through all the emails and your applications and just uh, selected the coaches who they thought would be best at the job from previous experience.
3: Okay. Obviously, being selected was pretty, pretty big honour. Yeah. So what are you looking for as a coach? What are you, you, you holding tryouts? Just walk us through the process. Um, of...
8: Pretty much, we're holding tryouts in New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria, and hopefully South Australia. Pretty much, the most important thing we're looking for is teamwork. I'm not a big fan of rock stars. I don't care if you've got the coolest persona on earth and the crowd loves you. If you're out there to do it for yourself, I don't want to bar of you. If you're out there to work as a team with the other 13 girls, then that's what myself and Dodge Sportsman are looking for. We're looking for those people who are going to come together over those four days and just rock it out as a team and hopefully come home with number one, number two, number three, wherever. Rock it out for those four days and make Australia proud. Speaking
3: of which, I mean, we sort of had a conversation with Pitchett before that America probably has hold on number one, Scott, oh, rightfully so. And, uh,
8: yeah,
3: what are your expectations for Team Australia?
8: It all depends. I mean, I can't really officially say anything yet because we don't have a squad yet. This is the first tryout. we still got plenty of other girls to test and to see who would fit perfectly in those 20 girls. But I think Australia has a strong derby community, we've got some strong players. We've got a lot of players who have come over from other countries and educated all of our girls throughout all the leagues throughout Australia, and I think that's given us a big advantage. I think we probably ranked somewhere in the middle. I know we're definitely not as good as America. That's America, they've been doing it for the longest. Yep. That's where it all comes from, but hopefully we can get in there and we can give it a good shot and... We can come up the top there with those guys.
3: Have you been able to do any, like, scouting? Like, you're watching a lot of...
8: I, I try to footy- watch as many bouts in DNN as I possibly can. I love watching the sport. It's an excellent sport. I tend to watch a lot more American derby than Australian derby, because uh, our derbies are not really uh, televised as much as theirs. Yeah. But when I do get a chance to watch a VRDL game or an SSRG game, it's always good. We just had Northern Brisbane come down and play our uh, Newcastle Dockyard Dames, I'll see which for was that. an excellent bout. It was a great bout. Uh, got to meet a lot of the Northern Brisbane girls, which was good. We, we've quite often had VRDL come and coach NRDL, which has got me, I've known a couple of players from that league through that, and we've also had our boot camp, and it's gotten me, I've gotten to see a lot of the good players like uh, Kitty and Berserker and stuff like that from VRDL, and uh, just from watching the Nationals last year, or sorry, um, Eastern Region, uh, East Coast Smackdown, was mm-hmm. it Yeah, this it was called East Coast Smackdown. And uh, what, was, what was the actual Nationals score? Uh, the Great Southern Slam. Great Southern Slam, that's what I was looking for. I got to see a lot of at and SSIG, and Pirate City, so I got to see a few uh, New Zealand girls as well. So that gave us a bit of insight into the opposing teams, but yeah, there's a lot of girls I've seen, and there's a lot of impressive talent in Australia, it really is.
5: So is there like a training, coaching plan for Team Australia, once you guys have got the squad together, what's the next step?
8: Uh, pretty much, we're hopefully going to be trying to train uh, once a month, over a weekend, or a big one-day boot camp, something like that, and we'll also be giving the girls stuff to work on while they're back with their home leagues training with their home leagues just some fitness stuff and just stuff to work on while they're away and then hopefully we'll be going over to canada a few a week early or something like that and hopefully get a big big session over there acclimatized to the minus 20 degrees snow
1: (laughs) that's going to be happening
8: over there during winter which is going to be fun and hopefully that That'll give us that nice boost and we'll come together as a team. Over Minus those. 20 degrees. Yeah.
3: So probably not a lot of derby skins.
8: And <laughs> No, no, I think there's going to be a lot of clothing worn. Most clothing I've probably ever seen in derby, I think, will <laughs> happen.
5: So who are the selectors for the team and what experiences do they have in derby? Uh,
8: at the moment, the selectors will be myself, Dodge Sportsman, who is a co-coach with me, and from N- NBR, Amelia Elwick. She's our manager. Uh, we'll be selecting the squad and we'll also, hopefully, we'll be looking into backgrounds as well as Gus, the tryouts. And stuff like that, but it will mainly been considered the three of us like, in the squad. Cool.
3: So, what about your background? Like, can you tell us how you got into derby? You know, what's your uh, origin story? What's your secret origin story? Uh,
8: pretty much, I've played roller hockey and ice hockey since I was about eight years old, and I played that up until about five years ago when I injured my knee, and I can't really play contact, full contact sport anymore because my knee. If I do, I may have to get a knee reconstruction. So I gave that away, and I occasionally play just. Light ice hockey nowadays, but I came to watch it about, about a year and a bit ago. I thought it was the greatest thing on earth. As Girls everyone in does. stockings beating the crap out of each other. It's, it's the way we it's sell. guy's it. dream. <laughs> and then instant, I, was, I joined the league a week later, and six months in, I was head referee, and uh, nine months in, I was the head coach for NRDL. And pretty much, yeah, it's just been going on from there. Previously, I've coached ice hockey and I've played representative ice hockey as well. So you able to transfer a lot of those skills yeah, to learn previously of, I've noticed a lot of the stuff that in derby is uh, transferred from other skating sports whether it be like aggressive inline on, on ramps and stuff like that or ice hockey old school derby even old school derby is very different to new day derby a lot of the skills are transferable and I I find a lot of my ice hockey training does transfer really really well into roller derby drills and such for
3: and hitting the puck in that sort of yeah,
8: thing Yeah that was my major problem when I first started I I'd skate, and I'd be skating like this. And it's a podcast. Girls, Nobody can so see what you're doing. We'll put it we'll oh, put yeah, on the sorry. video podcast. <laughs> um, right, my elbows would be out. <laughs> and I'd, I'd skate like I'm skating with a stick. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
5: Also, Slap shot. So are you looking forward to any particular match-up? Um, who are you looking to go up against?
8: Well, being, being from Australia, I look forward to playing New Zealand. Yeah. That's just... The australian new zealand thing it's it's going to happen and it'll be a good fun bout but i really look for, i'm literally looking forward to going up against like the more advanced countries like america and canada and stuff like that i really look forward to playing against them and seeing what our girls can learn and what we can actually bring home and advance our derby in australia and hopefully eventually get to that level where we're the same it's a big competition
5: that'd be awesome we all want to see a gold derby in australia to grow and take over yeah
3: I mean the, the rapid growth we've seen already I can imagine in a few years time we'll be up on that level anyway so. oh definitely,
8: definitely and
3: just watching the drills you did today like, used to be pretty good I'd say
8: it's all about the endurance I almost <laughs> had a heart attack just watching so.
5: <laughs> yeah we were I was really scared
2: <laughs> really really scared
8: I just love I love to watch that uh, the look on their face when their bodies just have nothing left and you can tell they they just they want to finish and they eventually they just push through and that's what I just love watching it. It especially happens... You see it towards the end of bouts when it's the last jam and there's two five points two or five points or something like that between the jam. The jam is just flogging it out, and you can see that their legs have got nothing left, but their, their faces, they want to get it. You seem a little bit too I happy in that, <laughs> You've heard it, small it, it animals <laughs> happy, but I love, seeing it. I, love seeing, I love seeing them achieve that goal when they get yeah. to the end and how happy they are at the end that they've done
3: it. Now, we could see when they actually got through those up-downs that the satisfaction came through and that they made it through so now we got you still got a couple more tryouts to come
8: uh, yeah, this yeah. is the
3: first of yeah, three the or first
8: four. of uh four hopefully yeah brisbane victoria and south australia when are the tryouts for uh, at, at the moment we're still victoria. waiting on venues we're fine we've found it pretty hard to get venues uh victoria is pretty much sorted so hopefully that will be within uh, the next within the next month hopefully we'll be doing the Victoria tryout uh, we hope to get them all smashed out hopefully within two months okay so
3: if there's any skaters listening who are from those other leagues or from victoria queensland etc what sort of things can they do to in preparation for the tryouts coming up as, I, was, as I
8: said before um like a lot of teamwork And really we're really being dodger are really big on teamwork we like to see that communication whether it be uh, verbal or by touch um just like pushing on the hips, stuff like that or well, we really love to see that in the pack work also as i've said fitness uh I'm really big on fitness there with their endurance, with them being able to skate for a full hour. Today, we only did 50 laps in 10 minutes. I normally push the girls to try and get 100 laps in under 15 minutes. It's a big call, and 99% of the girls can't do it, but it's just putting that goal there that they can do, and allows them to push through, and those girls that can get under that 16-minute mark, that's what I like to see, just that, that ferocity and that ability just to push through. So is that not
3: normally the realm of jammers, as opposed to blockers? Um,
8: When I look at it, jammers, yes, they need the fitness because they're skating their asses off lap lap after lap after lap, as opposed to blockers who are doing one lap to the jammers four or something like that, or maybe a bit less than that, but I think personally a blocker needs to be just as fit, if not fitter than the jammers, because there may be four jammers in a, a team of 14, but... Those blockers have to go on a lot more than the jammers do, and they've got to be able to be able to last that full hour, especially if it's a fast pack. Like that, sometimes those packs are sprinting, especially like our VIDL packs, and stuff like that. When they get their gazelles going, they are ridiculously fast. They lap jammers, and it's incredible. And just if you don't have that ability to stay with them and for a full hour, it's. I find that that's not very good
3: <laughs> I mean some of the US teams are renowned for their fitness like yeah. the only rollers like just the machines that they have pumping out so I guess fitness is going to be super important if you want to keep pace with some of those overseas teams
8: In indeed um, it's the way I see it it's it is a high-impact sport, and if you don't have the ability to get smashed and then get back up and keep skating, get smashed, keep get back up, keep skating, you're not going to do very well in derby because it is getting faster. A lot of the leagues are getting more and more fit every every day. Like you watch uh, leagues like Western Sydney when they first started, they were a slow, they were slow packed, they only just been going for a couple of weeks and they're slow girls. But nowadays they are fast and they're very talented girls, and it, that was. In the span of six months. And that's just the evolution of the sport as well. Yeah, the evolution of the sport. Girls get fitter. It just gets harder and harder each time. And if you don't have that ability to stay with those, with that pack and those girls, you're going to get dropped, You're going to get left behind. And that's not a good thing. Okay.
5: So you said you're the head coach for NRDL. What's the future for them? What's happening with NRDL? What, what can we expect from them?
8: Awesome things awesome awesome things. Um, we've got upcoming bouts against Adelaide or Adelaide. Oh, like, I like to call them Radelaide. <laughs> and that's we've also bout. got a bout against uh, Pirate City. We're going to <sighs> play Pirate City's wow. B team in awesome. November. So that's going to be very, very good. I'm really looking forward to those two bouts. They're a big dames bouts, which are a representative all-star team. And we've also, this is our first year of in-house bouts. So we've had a Fort Smashleys and our Harbour Hellcats go at it. We've had our first season, which is three bouts. Uh, The Hellcats won two two bouts over one over the Smashleys. And we've got another season coming up towards the end of the year as well. And hopefully the Smashleys can come back and defeat the Hellcats.
3: So being the Dames coach, do you split your allegiance between the Hellcats and the Smashleys?
8: Well, originally when they first started, I was uh, a Smashleys coach. And I decided to focus more on the, on the representative team and let the girls uh, develop their skills in, as coaches and stuff like that and bench managers. So I left it to the girls to get become the coaches and the bench managers. So I kind of, I was actually the first and now I'm just, I'm happy to see my girls do their thing and yeah. do it good.
5: Excellent. What advice would you give to skaters who want to try out for Team Australia
8: next year? A lot of it's going to come down to the actual World Cup at the end of the year, what happens in the World Cup with the other other countries and stuff like that. But as I said, it's just, look, know your goals and work towards it. Get that fitness up to, a, set your goal to, you want to be this fit. And by next year, when the tryouts come again, you are that fit. It's, it's all about setting those goals and getting to those benchmarks. And hopefully by that time you'll have reached that and you can try it and you'll get on the Team Australia next year.
3: What can um, girls in Victoria, Queensland, Adelaide do to try out, get in touch? What do they need to do? Uh, we
8: have the Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is Team Australia Roller Derby. That'll have all the upcoming tryouts and events on there. Uh, we also have an email address, which is Team Australia Roller Derby at gmail.com. That's about it at the moment. Hopefully, we'll have a website up soon, which the girls can go to as well. But uh, they're about... That's the two sources you can check for information at the moment. Okay, Facebook and And email. the Blood and Thunder website, of course. Sure. With the magazines.
5: I'm guessing that Team Australia looking for sponsorship. Yes.
8: Yes. Indeed. So- we are... We are trying very hard at sponsorship. At the moment, we've got to wait till we get, actually get the squad first, and then we okay. can get the sponsorship. But uh, yes, at the moment, we are looking for sponsorship. So
5: if anybody out there wants to throw their money over to Team Australia and help us get to the World Cup, that would be awesome. It
8: would be highly appreciated. <laughs> it's going to be a nice and little, little expensive endeavour for all the girls who make the squad. And all the help with coin is would be greatly appreciated with uniforms, Whether it comes to uniforms, uh, travelling gear, travel costs, accommodations, any of those things, just, even if it's small it'll still help our Team Australia when we get over there.
5: So we've all been saying how we've all been seeing how fast Robert Derby's been growing in the country and we've got leagues popping up every week that just everywhere where do you see roller derby in australia in five years what's your hope for roller derby in australia for five years
8: my hope for roller derby australia is that you flip over the back page of the newspaper instead of seeing nrl on the back page you see girls in fishnet stockings on the back page That'd be awesome.
3: yeah you see that with nrl the cheerleaders
8: yeah i wouldn't yeah no they're not girls they're just they're... gangers yeah no, no. roll it roller derby. we'll cut that part out roller derby girls girls i can
4: say games <laughs>
8: it is the fastest growing sport in the world so or female sport in the world i think something along those lines but um yeah fastest sport Fastest-growing sport in the world and fastest growing spectator sport in the world that's awesome and hopefully in five years, it's ABC or SBS or something like that will start um, broadcasting games, which would be excellent, like they do with the netball and stuff like that. Oh, I
3: mean, the crowds um, are rolling about yeah, more well, than you get Sydney's at netball anyway. So.
8: 2,500, up to 5,000 fans yeah. these days. They have, to, they have to turn people away from their Horden Pavilion bouts, which is amazing. We've, we've had sellout bouts here as well. I think most leagues have had sellout bouts, which is incredible. And in five years, it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger every every bout that all the leagues have. And in five years it's going to be unstoppable. We're going to have to be playing in entertainment centres and all that stuff. And Australia World Cup champions. Yeah. It's going to be excellent. And be I, hope, I hope, hopefully I want to try and organise myself or I can try and con someone else into doing it so I don't have to do the work. But uh, I want to try and organise a state of origin for Derby as well. New South Wales versus Queensland something like that. Or yeah. Try and, try and spread the word the of Derby a bit more. Well,
5: if you're looking for a podcast
8: to cover all that, I,
5: I kind of know of one. that would really like to help you Really?
8: Yeah. A <laughs> yeah. couple of people. That's know. interesting. Awesome. <laughs> hopefully hopefully oh, we can get that up and running in the next couple of years and that'll be good. And we can get a, like, a statewide competition as well as an origins competition where we'll have New South Wales playing Victoria and Adelaide. And... And the little little known state that I keep... No one's mentioned today, Western Australia. We've got leagues over there as well. Tassie. And, and Tassie, yes. Tassie down the bottom. They're, they're part of Melbourne and South Australia. Oh, yeah. Close <laughs> enough. So I just think Western Australia doesn't get enough credit. They've got like eight leagues or something over there as well. Unfortunately, they're on the other side of Australia, which makes them hard to get to. It's going to be awesome.
3: I yeah. can't wait. Cool. Amen. <laughs> all right, thanks for your time, man. No problems. We'd guys. love to have um, updates as, yeah, as the trial, yeah, as the progress goes towards the World Cup, and keep in touch and see how we're going. We
1: okay. uh,
5: we have got the hotline, so every time you have a, a tryout, something just give us a buzz, man. Let us know how it's all
8: going.
3: Yeah, you know, we got the voicemail. You can always just call up, leave whatever message. No you
8: problems. Want. We'll call up half through through the tryouts next time. <laughs> leave, leave a nice message. Something girls. down. I hate you,
3: <laughs> awesome. All right, awesome. Good Thanks time. for your time, man. No we appreciate problem. it. Nice. Thank you very much. Asson Junk, NRDL, and Team Australia Thanks Coach.
5: heaps, Junk, for that interview. We've learned heaps about what's happening for Team Australia, and we can only wish you the very best of luck over in Toronto.
3: And we got to give ourselves a little bit of a secret high-five there, Noms, when we arrived.
5: Yes we did when we had the amazing Winnie Bruce skate by us I went oh hi guys are you guys going to be at all the triads And I turned into a blubbering mess and Nigel was all super professional And went oh yeah if you pay us And I was just like I can't talk
3: Winnie Bruce recognised Viva La Derby without ever meeting before And I was very very pleased
5: Yeah we were pretty, pretty pleased with that little secret high five there in the corner (laughs) Thanks Winnie
3: as Roller Derby continues to grow, of course, we're going to see more and more events. Hopefully, we're going to have, you know, on a weekly basis, stuff that we can get to. But in the meantime, we're going to tell you a bit about some of the bouts happening around Australia in the next couple of weeks.
5: So, I've talked a little bit about this earlier in the, in the show. This weekend, Southwest Sydney Rockets are having their first public bout against the South Island Sirens in Hobart. It's a pretty pretty big deal going all the way to Hobart for our first official um, public bout we're really putting ourselves out there but have been training really really hard for this and we're a team that works together really well and we trust each other's skills and know that we can deliver the very best and put up a good fight against the South Island Sirens and I know the guy those girls are going to put up a massive massive fight like I've seen some of their photos these aren't you know, scorny little girls. They're big, tough women who are there to win. So mm-hmm. bring it on. Can't wait. It's this weekend, the 11th of June. So, if you're in Hobart, come around to the Aurora Stadium. It's actually a double header. There will be the Van Diemen Rollers Intra League bout up first. The Jam Tarts versus Infectious. We're warming up the crowd at about 6.30. Then the main bout comes on. Also, they're going to have the Sin and performing with the crazy moves of Whiskey, a Go-Go, heaps of food, booze, and heaps of merch. Also... Very good friend of the show, Ace Vegas from NXL from Skate Salvage will be along to MC the event. So it's going to be a heaps and heaps of fun and probably the biggest thing that's happening at Hobart that night. So come down, say hi, check it out. I'm so bummed I'm not going to be
4: able to see you guys.
3: Again. So am I, so am I. I am excited, although I'm not going to be there. You know, good luck to both event Demon Rollers teams, South Island Sirens, but my heart belongs to SWS. And Noms, I'm going to put you to it now. Who's going to win?
5: You know it. It's us. It's all. I, you know what? I'm, I, I got I got in a bit of trouble last night for a bit of smack talk that happened between our league. But you know what? Meh. I, re- I really hope we take this one out. Um. This is really, really putting ourselves out there as a league. And, you know, we're scared. We're excited. We're pumped. We're ready for whatever happens. And, like, you know, win or lose. I know that SWS is going to learn so, so, so much from this. And we're going to make friends for life with the South Island Sirens. What about that after party? Oh, winning. <laughs> winning the after party. Winning. One.
3: That's enough uh,
5: Charlie Sheen quotes for the theme <laughs> of the derby. But, you know, the after party should be sweet. Don't know where we go. Oh, and also, probably just as good as about it's going to be the first field trip for SWS to the Cadbury factory. That's better. Oh, my God. You don't understand. I'm really. I'm hoping they're going to have a, a baby-sized Caramello Koala. So, what's that, about four kilos? How much does the baby weigh? Four kilos? Yeah, 3.80-ish, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to round it off with a neat four. Fat belly. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> right. Car- like like
1: present.
5: most babies. Yes, yeah, like most babies. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress it up as a baby and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon <laughs> a, a psychologist would have a bit to say. <laughs> I'm not the most matured person. <laughs> Get
1: in
4: there.
5: <laughs> Big shout out to Dixie Splits from the South Island Sirens for sending us an awesome email with heaps of information about the bout. But guess what? Beat you to it. Knew all about it because I'm playing.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for that,
3: Dixie. We appreciate it. This same weekend, it's a long weekend, Queen's birthday, Northern Tropic Thunder. I'm really excited to hear about this. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to get there because it's in the far north Queensland, but there's actually four leagues participating in over the weekend. Two days, there's going to be like 11 bouts or something along those lines. We've got the Towns Villains, Warpaint Saints which is the Townsville and Roller Derby B team, the Mackay City Roller Ma- Maidens and the Reef Roller Girls, as well as a, a team made up of Darwin and Malice Springs teams called the Territorians. So to be able to have these new leagues in remote places come together and have this massive tournament, I'm really excited the fact that, even though I'm not going to be there, just the fact that it's happening, I'm really excited that that's going on. And I hope that anyone listening that's going to be there... Call the Evil Adobe Hotline. What's the number, Noms?
5: The number is zero four three zero two one seven four three five. No fooling her; she's got
3: it. <laughs> but yeah, Northern Tropic Thunder, June eleven and twelve in Condon. Um, don't know where that is. <laughs> Never been yeah. that far north in Queensland. I think. I the, thought that the, was a typo. <laughs> you thought it might have been a prophylactic.
5: Yeah, I thought it was a typo. It, thats He's just trying to make me say that, and it was wrong, so I was going to make you read it. <laughs> it's
3: a suburb called Condon. I don't know. I'll say it that way. Condon. That sounds better. Not a condon. No, condon. Much like my Saturday night. In the and
5: face.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, Northern Tropic Thunder. Anyone up that way, come out of your huts and get over there. <laughs>
5: Anyway, (laughs) also um, Saturday 25th of June in Wollongong Uni Sports Hub, the Eastern Region Roller Derby Tournament Round 2. Now, very special invitation for Derby people. So, Round 1 was a closed bout.
3: Yes. Round 2, open to the Derby community specifically.
5: Yes. If people are interested in attending to see these rounds, they will need to register. Sorry, it's very important. You just can't show up and expect to get in or pay or whatever. No, no, no. You need to send an email to round2.errd at wird.com.au. Shoot them off an email you know tell them what you want to go see you know check it out and night should definitely be there so we'll give you all the highlights and the scores and the spills and thrills but if you want to see them for yourself again round two to errd at weird.com.au we'll put the email address on the website and can i say noms mm-hmm. three
1: thousand
3: three hundred twenty nine dollars later my car's new head gasket and head cylinder is driving like a dream Guess who's driving? PT loser. going to (laughs) WoolmanCon. Eastern Region Roller Derby 2011 round two. I'm looking forward to it. Cherry, are you going to attend?
9: Quite possibly.
3: Quite possibly. I'll take that. I like that. Yeah,
4: I've
3: got to see what the husband and the kids are doing first. Same day, and this is, to me, is a really great initiative by the Eastern Region Roller Derby committee, is that they're actually hosting an open forum later that night at the Coromel RSL saturday 25th of june an open forum open to anyone within the eastern region roller derby community they got an agenda they're going to talk about how the eastern region is going to expand what fresh leagues are going to need a lot of things and the fact that they're opening it up for people to discuss to talk to see their thoughts to see what they want to happen eastern region roller derby or new south wales roller derby i think it is amazing thing And, and as far as i know has never happened before
4: No, it has never happened, and I will definitely be there for that meeting if I um, don't get to make the the bouts that day because I've already sent through a couple of agenda items for them to discuss. Yes, all the agenda
5: items need to be in by the 10th of um, this month, so they have them all ready for the 25th. But, yeah, no, like you said, Nike, I think it's a really good opportunity to um, get out there, you know, have a listen to what's going to be happening for our region, I guess, Um, because there are so many leagues, you know, growing and coming up in this area we need to know what to do everybody wants to be involved in ERD but they don't really know how to go about it so if you've got any questions or want to know more information definitely check out the forum there's an event on Facebook we'll put it up on the Facebook page
3: and stay tuned to episode 5 of Viva Derby because we're going to tell you all about it hopefully you know it can be discussed I'll you know go with the organizers and what they want out there what they want to keep sort of under their hats but anything that I can report on that we can report on we're going you're going to hear
5: it on Viva Derby most definitely
3: So big kudos and thank you and a shout out to Eastern Region Roller Derby, the the five organising leagues there. That's a great initiative. I, I appreciate the fact that you're putting it out there and I look forward to seeing what happens. Of course, if there's any other bouts coming up in the next couple of weeks and we haven't talked about it, it's because you didn't tell us about it. So if you want to tell us about it, you can send us an email, get us on Facebook or call our voicemail line, which is what, Noms?
5: Zero four three zero two one seven four three
3: five. Damn it, I'm gonna get us soon.
5: No, I have the page open. I have <laughs> Rogue Streak and Haterade looking at me from episode three photo.
3: <laughs> but if you want to see any other bouts coming up that we didn't talk about, make sure you hit up rollerderbyau.blogspot.com because not only do they have results from bouts that just happened, but they're also gonna have all the details of upcoming bouts as well, all around Australia.
4: Sydney's just posted their next one on Facebook
3: for the 9th of July Pop oh, Friction yes.
4: yes, and I also have a
5: bit of inside information for you. The 16th of July is um, Southwest Sydney Rockets' the second intro league bout Cinder Rollers versus the Electric Blues, so 16th of July Write it down. Yeah, nice.
3: we'll have an episode out before then and we'll go through it yeah. in a lot more detail.
4: Definitely <coughs> We're
1: Southwest Sydney Rockets and you're listening to
4: Viva La Derby Yay! Big Pimpin!
1: Big Pimpin!
5: Over the last few episodes, we've pimped out a lot of different roller derby companies. So we just want to read you out a bit of our mission statement. We at Viva La Derby have no specific loyalties to any one roller derby company. We are loyal to roller derby as a whole. We will pimp out anyone who ro- runs a roller derby company. And all their amazing and all the amazing prizes that we get to give away to our amazing listeners are donated by these companies. We don't make a cent out of this. It is all for the love of the game.
3: Unfortunately, I do.
5: Have any sense. <laughs> do you know what? It's payment enough with the awesome emails and voicemails that we get. But if someone out there does want to pay me, I love the DOSH. <laughs> <laughs> Just recently, we ran a little competition on Facebook to try and drum up our likes with a great prize from Skate Salvage. Our friend there, Ace and Excel, donated a sticker set. And the winner of that is the Little Adelaide Rollers. Yes, I know it's not one specific person and a whole league. And so I'm hoping that the coach will receive these stickers and give it out to all the worthy kids. I love Bratz Leagues. I'm really surprised that there's no Bratz League in Sydney considering there are so many other roller derby leagues out there. I think they're the future of roller derby and really think that it should be encouraged and should be definitely more Bratz leagues out there. So, good work, kids, and keep it up.
3: Absolutely, but kids, you probably should not be listening to Viva La Derby.
5: No, I hope your parents are listening to this and not
3: you. <laughs> Some of the things that come out of our mouths. But Little Adelaide Rollers, their post was, Little Adelaide Rollers loves Viva La Derby podcasts. Like, share, and invite. Tag them in your posts and win. And you did that, and you won.
4: Congratulations, guys. I'm actually scared for a brat sleeve to come out in Sydney. Why? (laughs) I have a 13-year-old who, on skates, is an absolute maniac, will jump any ramp you put in front of her, and hits harder than me. I have a
5: 12-year-old niece who's taller than me. (laughs) Ow. Ow. Yeah, yeah. She 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 comes to training with me, and people are just like, "She your daughter?" I'm like, "No, no she my niece." Uh, how old is she? She's twelve. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm. The, I'm absolutely took, fascinated by breast leaks. The fact.
1: Yeah.
3: That imagine in five eight, ten years, whatever the case may be, if they're starting skating at such a young age, and not just skating on, like, learning how to roller skate, but learning how to play derby, the future roller derby is going to be absolutely insane.
5: Because imagine this, like, you can get a Brats League that's not necessarily, you know, related to WSR, not related to SWS, not related to hard, but, like, say, a communal Brats League that these kids could all learn together, these leagues could come together to teach these kids, and then when the kids reach 18 years old, they can go, well, I'm going to go... You know, try out for SWS, or maybe they can have some kind of program where kids can go that gradual, like from like 17 to 18, and start doing just fresh meat and not have them scrimmaging to, until they're 18. Something like that, because these kids are just going to be so full of roller derby information that you can't really put them through a fresh meat process. If you understand, it's just got, there's going to have to be something to let these
4: kids skate. You know what? Leave mm-hmm. it with me.
5: Hey!
4: Oh, oh do, you know
5: what? You'd probably be the perfect person to do it, but you have got so much on your plate right now. Like, I would love to start it, but I've like I'm bouting I'm league liaison. Um, I got the
4: podcast. I got a life. Not much of it left.
5: <laughs> life, I have. an amazing boyfriend. I, yeah, all these things are going to slowly drop off if I start a brats league. Yeah, leave it with
4: me. I see. I see if I can rustle up some more interest, and we can get it going. Definitely
5: Viva La Derby Brats League
3: started here. We're claiming it.
4: <laughs> well, you know what, well, I'll I'll find
5: two hours in my way to <laughs> help you.
3: now that would be awesome i i I haven't gotten to seeing uh see a kids game yet but i I would love to that'd be so much fun i've like when you just see little kids playing soccer or basketball or something on those lines and they're just so into it you know not really controlling (laughs) having control of their limbs yet just throwing themselves into it as hard as they can it's going to be amazing
4: like the bank track versus flat track i'm pretty sure that the the Rats' legs have a different set of rules to
3: play by as well. They do a modified set of rules, yeah.
4: Yeah, they play um, flag derby. Yes. Yes, which I'm not too
5: sure the specifics of it, but that's what they play. Yeah, leave it
4: with me. Leave
3: it with me. Also, the hormones in chickens and stuff are going to make these kids <laughs> of the future like freaking <laughs> cyborgs.
5: Um, hence my 12-year-old niece, <laughs> who's taller than me and is in a size 12-lady shoe.
3: Yeah, that's because they're not <laughs> eating... Spam.
5: Yeah, exactly. Not eating um, Hawaii's favourite canned meat and <laughs> eating chicken.
3: Hormones. Uh. Uh. Genetically modified, genetically reared derby girls of the future. It's
5: crazy. I know, I know. It's going to be great. So what else we've got to give away? Courtesy of...
3: Spam. Spam. <laughs> we should give away
5: Spam. <laughs> we should. We should. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> they can it, that priscilla won't eat we'll get it we'll, we'll all sign it and we'll send it to someone
3: yeah we'll make a competition for a can of spam
5: <laughs> we'll say surprise prize and we'll send them spam Okay. We also have an amazing another amazing competition coming up. People are just giving us stuff left, right and center. Keep it coming. Spank Alley and Busted Bling giveaway. What we want you to do is post a photo of your best derby stack on our Facebook page for your chance to win a set of crutch pads, armbands, and wrist guard covers made by Spank Alley and Busted Bling. So jump on Facebook, jump on the Viva La Derby page, post a photo of a bruise, a broken leg, a broken ankle obviously don't get these things on purpose but we're derby girls when we get hurt a lot so i'm sure you guys have a great collection of your busted up bones and bruises and whatever so post them on there the photo with the most likes will win the prize so tell your friends tell your family get them liking that photo and then you guys will win the prize
3: yeah don't get a photo of some like dead body from Afghanistan, or <laughs> something, and say so that was me. After about no, no, be tasteful about
5: it. Let it be you. If, it has to be you. <laughs> if they, do you know what? If they're a little bit X-rated, because I've had some X-rated bruises, the email them. <laughs> Don't put them on Facebook, because it will get reported. <laughs>
3: We're gonna see some massive bruises, nums.
5: Mm.
4: Hey, one of your girls broke their leg, didn't they, Cherry? Yeah, she 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 broke. You her. sound so excited. No, 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 no yeah, she did. Yeah, no, no, she did. She did. I'm so excited because that's bad. <laughs> how, how is she going? Uh, she's she's probably got another four to six weeks before she can start walking, but, but you know, she's very, very much loved. So she's, she's very, very loved, so there's lots of dates and lots of care packages and whatnot being sent to her. She can't leave the house without someone taking her because she can't drive. So, yeah, we're trying to work up ways where we can, you know. How many places we can take her to? Oh,
3: that's awesome. Again, showing the Derby community pulling together, big shout-out. Who is it? Sorry, Cherry?
4: It's Squeaks by.
3: Big shout out to Squeaks. We love you. Get better soon, Squeaks, and hopefully you'll be skating again very shortly.
4: Oh, she definitely will.
3: Now Sorry. I have the distinct pleasure of announcing another competition. So we're just giving it all away here in Viva La Derby. We love our audience so much that we just want to, you know, give and give and give. Not only of ourselves, Noms, mm-hmm. but physical prizes. We're giving away stuff that's actually worth money here. And this is our biggest one yet. Adam Jukes. Wicked Skateware vouchers. The Viva Adobe Stick is probably the best one of the lot, I'd say.
5: Oh, uh, that's the one I don't want
3: to win. <laughs> um, spank Alley Bling for your crutches and stuff. But we've got a big one here as well from derbyskates.com.au. Coming through with the goods again. Dicey Riley, thank you so much. But we're going to give it away Vanilla Skates. Brass Knuckles DA45 Invader plates with green alloy jukes. Not just the normal jukes, but alloy jukes. So if you didn't win the wheels before, now you can win wheels with plates and boots attached as well. Of course, in whatever size you want. But Vanilla Brass Knuckles, one of the better skates to get out there. I don't skate, but I've bought my wife's skates, and I've bought my brother's skates, and I did my research. And the consensus is that Vanilla is probably one of the more comfortable skates on the market. So we're very happy to be giving these away.
5: I've actually been told that Vanilla brass knuckle the skates are really good for men's feet because they're a little a little bit wider than usual so you've got you know people with wider feet big boys kind of fitting into these skates a lot better and there's like hardly any wearing time as well it's just like sort of half the time of you know other brands out there so this is a pretty amazing skate package too, and this is worth about six hundred five to six hundred bucks like Man, I'm spewing, I can't win this prize.
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, w- it would look a bit sassy if.
5: And the winner is Denominator.
1: Yay! <laughs> okay,
3: we're going to give it away. Anything that comes in, we give away to our loving audience. Um, Dicey Riley's even said that she's got this skate for herself now. That's the package that she's looking at for herself. So it's an amazing prize. And, of course, you know, nothing comes cheap. It's free, but it's not cheap. So we're giving away an amazing prize. So we want to see some amazing effort from all of our Viva La Derby listeners out there. What we want you to do is show Viva La Derby some love. We're loving you. We're giving away gifts. We're giving away prizes. Show some love back to us. And the way you're going to do that is getting our name out there. Our logo, our name, our website, whatever the case may be, we want to see you put Viva La Derby out there in the public. Now, what that could look like is a, a plethora of ways. We're relying on your creativity, so it could be as simple as a sign-it-about saying that you like Viva La Derby. T-shirts, skywriting, Viva La Derby cakes, a Viva La Derby tattoo. I'm
4: taking a <laughs> tattoo.
3: If someone gets a tattoo of Viva La Derby, I, I think that's pretty special. I'd be. If someone does get a Viva La Derby tattoo, I'm going to get one too.
4: Oh, I'm getting one. I won't go for the price. I'm I'm de- I'm gonna get one. Oh, that is that is crazy. Maybe we
5: can be like Wicked Skatewear, where people, you know how Wicked all oh, their fans get get um Wicked tattooed onto them. Maybe Viva La Derby fans could get VDL tattooed onto them. That'll be awesome. Oh, VLD, I got- VLD. I don't even know our freaking initials. VLD.
4: I got two girls in the back of my leg, so I'll get Wicked on one side and Viva La Derby on the other. That'll be
5: Wicked. but definitely we want to see people just go gangbusters with this so uh, something that i would really like to see is posters at bouts like you do see a couple of them you know cheering on their favorite derby girl but i just i want big i want a banner i want three people carrying this thing into a, a bout and they're just like overpowering people and just like blocking people's views i don't care (laughs) <laughs> I, want one, I want Viva La Derby in lights for everybody to see. And do you know what? We're pretty friendly with a few of the photographers out there. So if you can get those photographers to take photos of you with that, even more props to you. There so to be obviously. I, I want to see a massive
3: wall graffiti piece, Banksy style.
5: One of the girls in our league owns horses. She is thinking about spray painting her horse.
3: <laughs> what about, what do about that like, okay. what do you paint at about you get the the crazy sports people you know and the colours and all that sort of thing. Just ideas, throwing it out there. Be creative. Show people the Derby some love. Send us the proof. Whether it's a video on YouTube or a photo, whatever it is. If the more people that see it, the better. And that's how we're going to judge it.
5: And it's not only Nigel Silla and I who are judging this. It's also Dicey Riley being involved from DerbySkates.com.au. So we're going to be running this for quite a while. We're running this over two months. So we're in episode four, episode six is when we're going to be announcing the winner to this so that's what end of July night
3: yeah it'll be about maybe six weeks away
5: yeah that's you've got about, give or take six weeks to show Viva La Derby how much you, show us how much you love us pretty much just make it happen
3: I think just it's it. worth it I, I, again I don't even skate but I'm sad that I can't win it
5: yeah majorly
1: sad
3: I was talking with Noms before the episode, just working out, can we rig, get, rig this somehow? Like, if I get <laughs> just make up a person to win it and grab the skates for ourselves. But, no, we're honest folk here at Viva La Derby, and we're going to give them away to the best best person, the best create, creative way of showing Viva La Derby some love.
5: So, get cracking people. You don't want someone to snatch this underneath you. I know that, you know, we've said this before, roller derby people are generally very creative people. You guys usually can draw, sing, dance... Make a movie, make a cartoon, just do something. Get creative. I want think outside the square on this one. This is a big prize, and we're not going to make it easy for you.
3: Absolutely, I look forward to seeing all the inventive ways people want to win these skates. And I think it's worth it, man. Like, like you said, five six hundred bucks just to come up with some way to show Viva La Derby some love. Which really, if you listen to the podcast, you want to do that anyway. So
5: yeah it's really good and this this obviously this competition is open to everybody so from a spectator to a ref to fresh meat to a corporal to a sergeant to a, a, a coach to everybody this this is open to everyone because everybody who's involved in volley derby always wants a pair of skates and this is a great pair of skates to have
3: even if you don't
5: skate win them and then give them to someone else well that's it you know do you know what and you can even maybe work Together, I guess, if you're such a selfless person, work together to help maybe your derby sister who's still skating on her artistic skates that she first started in, or some really shitty road skates, or just something. Maybe band together to help her along, you know? Just, you can do this. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, super excited. So, those details again.
3: We're giving away vanilla brass knuckle skates with DA45 Invader plates and alloy Adam jukes in your choice of 88, 93, 95, whatever hardness you like. And they're, of course, they're going to be in your size, filled with bones, reds, bearings, and the winner's going to be pretty lucky. Very much so. Thanks again to derbyskates.com.au.
4: Pretty much it, isn't it, guys?
1: That's it.
3: That's it. Cherry.
4: Yeah, it's pretty much it (laughs) for me.
3: Thank you very much for your time. Hopefully, you'll be listening to Episode 5 when we're going to have a lot of cool things coming up again, which will be in a couple of weeks' time. We're hopefully going to have some feedback from the Eastern Region Roller Derby Tournament. Of course, we're going to tell you all about the bouts happening, all the scores, all the news, all the reviews that's happening in Roller Derby in Australia. is coming up on Episode 5. In the meantime, if, if you've downloaded us through iTunes, I'm going to put a request out there. Please review and rate viva derby on itunes the more reviews you get the more itunes gets notice of us we make it to the featured page we make it to the noteworthy page whatever the case may be and then the more people hear about roller derby in australia and hopefully we get some more converts if you want to get in contact with us our email address is podcast at website is www.vivaladerby.com. facebook.com forward slash viva podcast and of course at twitter we are at viva
5: and our phone number is 0430 just in case you missed the other 15 times I told you tonight.
3: Thanks, loves. No worries. <laughs> Cherry, thank you very much for your time and your patience. We really appreciate it. Hope you had Not a good my- time.
5: Yeah, of course. I hope it wasn't as nerve-wracking as you thought it would be. Um, no, the bee helps.
3: Nah. as with any of our guests you're now part of the family you're welcome back anytime Paz and Fifi thank you for your patience as well hanging out yeah
4: no worries thank,
5: thank you, you. Pause. we're going to have you on the show hopefully not too far away if you want if you would accept our invitation we, we want to do a bit of a segment on refs and what it's like to be a ref and roller derby so yeah hopefully we'll hear from you soon mm-hmm
3: Mm-hmm. Alright everybody <laughs> those competition entries in you got some spank alley bling covers to win and some vanilla skates congratulations to the winners of the Adam Jukes and the Wicked Skatewear vouchers until next time I've been the Big Kahuna
5: I'm Denominator
4: and I'm Atomic Cherry
3: and together we are
4: Viva La Derby